TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, we do have some new information just coming in uh, in regards to those suspects in relation to the shooting at Union Station. Uh, the 16th Judicial Circuit Court of Missouri, the Jackson County Family Court Division, just putting out a news release. I'll just read it to you. Two juveniles were charged on Thursday, February 15th, 2024, by the Office of the Juvenile Officer related to the incident at the Chiefs Rally on February 14th, 2024. The juveniles are currently detained in secure detention at the Juvenile Detention Center on gun-related and resisting arrest charges. It is anticipated that additional charges are expected in the future as the investigation by the Kansas City Police Department continues. Goes on to say, pursuant to Missouri law, hearings are not open to the public. As this is alleged defense involved juveniles, this is the extent of the information that the office of the juvenile officer can release at that time. So charges have been placed. It's important to note, as it's mentioned in the press release there, that uh, for those that are like, wait a second, how is it only gun-related and resisting arrest charges? This is what allows them to hold them for not have to release them. And likely down the road, we will see once they become officially allowed to be charged as adults. That that process could take a couple weeks. And I, would say, I would just say in general, be very careful about the information in which you spread. Because people are like, why don't we know their names yet? Well, because they're juveniles. That's the simple reason why. And then the false news spread around somebody else who was just arrested separately yeah. than the rest of it yesterday. Be very, very careful about the news you spread around this and wait for the facts. Gold's giving you what is true about the case to this point at least according to the police department. There were a couple of big donations that came in, by the way, for the family of the fallen KKFI reporter. Taylor Swift donated $100,000. Former Sporting Kansas City player Gianluca Busio donated $5,000. I saw photos of Patrick Mahomes and Brittany who were at the hospital last night visiting some of the Children's Mercy patients. It's been nice to see the city come together as always, but still a tragic moment that took place on Wednesday. Next up on Watch Training, Caitlin Clark became the all-time women's leading scorer in NCAA history with a logo three, of course, in the <laughs> Iowa game last night. She's got a shot at Pistol Pete. I don't know if uh, she'll catch the all-time NCAA scoring record. There's at least a possibility of that for her. But the all-time women's leading scorer, she is an incredible player. She is a lot of fun to watch. I saw the videos last night of some all-time greats congratulating her on the honor. She was actually, and she grew up a Chiefs fan. So an yes. even more of the reason to support Caitlin Clark. She was at Chiefs game earlier this year. She was. They kind of honored her. Yeah. Uh, she's incredible. It's, it stinks uh, for those. We, we, we talked about Peacock for the wild card game. The game, that game the last game was night on was, was on, I, I still had it. Uh, I was on Peacock as well. So I, I guess so. Um, yeah. What she continues to do is, is simply remarkable. And um, you know, the, the fact that the record breaking shot was, <laughs> it was very fitting, right? It was very, very fitting. Next up on what's trending. Rob Manfred, the commissioner of major league baseball announced that his tenure as commissioner will end. And you're like, yes, uh, 2029. A new baseball stadium. Seriously. Yeah, it'll be a year old at that point. Uh, Think about that. 2029. So his tenure win. I I do think the last couple years, uh, there have been some things that I I do actually like that he implemented, most notably the postseason expansion. I I, I think that has been very important for baseball. As someone that, and as both of us were here in Kansas City, that to me is something you should be happy about. It's more likely the Royals can get in the dance. I just want to get in the dance, see what happens. And expanding the postseason did that. The pitch clock turned out to be a great decision as well. So there are some things, plenty of reasons to be critical of his tenure. Uh, but I do believe those are two implementations that have bettered the game. They truly have, and it's been better for fans. We'll talk more about that coming up in just a minute is, yeah, 2029. Who announces the retirement five years in advance? Ugh. That's fine. We'll talk about it in a minute. Next up on Watch Training, 
Fresh off his game-winning touchdown, McCall Hardman, officially now in tonight's NBA Celebrity All-Star Game over on ESPN. Stephen A. Smith, dead serious, went to the hospital after trying to perform a move on Micah Parsons <laughs> in practice. So he'll be coaching tonight. McCall Hardman in to step in in his place. I like McCall Hardman getting his flowers. You know, like people have, if you've been on a talk show or an NBA celebrity game, you've gotten a chance to talk to Patrick Mahomes, Travis, Kelsey, all these other people who probably have other things going on busier. I'm assuming Travis will be joining Taylor on her tour at some point to watch some of her shows on there. McCarman caught the game-winning touchdown. He's a very likable personality. He's coming off a great story last year, which we didn't know. He was really, really hurt or ill and like had lost the ability to walk for a brief period of time. So good for him for playing in the NBA All-Star game tonight. That might be one of the best other than the dunk contest. Typically the thing from the dunk contest is I kind of, I want to know a little bit of who you are. Most of the time it's like <laughs> well, five it, NBA players. I'm like, I've never even yeah, heard of you. Cause LeBron and Giannis and those guys are starting doing it. And I understand why they're not doing it, but I it, just, it, it stinks. It definitely they should just does. put at least a YouTube dunker in, in the mix too. Those guys you do want like Cody wants like Logan things. Paul in this thing. No, I want like the guys from Rucker Park. I want YouTube you. dunkers it would be in fun. this thing. It would be fun if they did something. At least have like a, 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 an audition for one spot. Like Give a, a chance a contest. at the 100K. Yeah, contest for one spot. Anyway, uh, it is cool for McCole Hardman, though, to have an opportunity tonight. Next up on Watch Trending, news from Adam Schefter that Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo suspended two games for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing substance policy. He will not appeal his two-game suspension. He'll miss the first two next year where he's uh, wherever he's playing. He is not expected to be a member of the Las Vegas Raiders next year. It also went on to say in this report, Adam Schefter, that the policy violation is related to him using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic use exemption. Adderall. Adderall. Uh, and, no, sorry. I what was no that? Idea. What was that? No, I, uh, look, I, I think it's probably Adderall. <laughs> I'm just taking a shot in the dark. Yeah. It feels like that's what they're describing there, right? Yeah, I, uh, we obviously don't know what it is, but that would make sense, Cody. That What you're saying would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's a pretty good chance that the PED suspension voids the $11.25 million guaranteed he was scheduled yeah. to have this Whether year. Whether he's on the team or not now. Whether he's on the yeah. team or not, probably not getting that cash anymore. That is what's trending here on Cody and Cole. Out of all players in the league, how far down the list would have Jimmy Garoppolo getting busted for PEDs been? Like, if I were to rank out 50 players, he would not have been in the top 50, right? There's no way you would have got to him. Now, it may not be like the, the PEDs as we we typically view them, but uh, it's 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 part of the, the protocol. If you can't take something, a prescription medication that you're not prescribed in the, in, in the NFL, like you're not supposed to do it's that It's weird anyway, that he was only but. suspended two games. Isn't that, isn't, doesn't the NFL normally do four? But or? that's that's what we were saying. I wonder if it's because maybe it is <clears throat> viewed in a little different My, light. Minor versus PED? Uh, I don't well, if it is something like Cody, like Cody said. Well, someone like, said like an edible. I'm like, no, they stopped testing for pot. They don't care about yeah. that anymore. So yeah. it's got to be a controlled substance that they let you have normally if you have a reason to have it, but you have a prescription from Adderall. I mean, come, let's just follow the line here. That's, I mean, it may be not for sure. It's obviously not 100% that, but, you know. It's a good guess. People was pointing it out earlier, it's a big problem in esports. That makes got a, a lot test of for sense. Adderall. That makes a also, lot of sense. Also, what do you care if they're using performance? In it? What do you care if they're chugging, chugging? Well, I mean, maybe they should probably get a prescription for it. But what do you That's care? The issue. If, what do you care if they're chugging twenty uh, Red Bulls or have a prescription for uh, Adderall? Other, yeah, the obvious point is just like if you're not prescribed, take, it, if you're not prescribed, yeah, I mean, right. I think that goes without saying, right? You know, you take medication you are prescribed. Um, but who knows? I'm sure it'll leak out at some point what Jimmy Garoppolo was taking. <laughs> Personally, I have never taken anything I've not been prescribed. Never in my life. Never. Really? I would never. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Right. I'm easily the, text line the is biggest a, text, degenerate on this show. Text line is wondering, you know, maybe a little blue chew, a little blue pill, something like Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going on dates with porn stars. He's only 32, though, man. He's a young man. You know? A lot of demand for him, though. Handsome, you know? <laughs> Rich athlete. A lot yeah. of demand for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there you go. Someone said maybe he was eating, drinking that charged Panera lemonade. His caffeine levels were too high. Are they, did we find out? Are they still selling that? Or did they finally pull that? The charged lemonade. I think they put it behind the counter at last. Imagine check. having to go to Panera and ask for, a, ask for a drink behind the counter like it's Sudafed or something. Yeah. Yeah. They got it locked up like in a CVS, man, behind a cage. Yeah. At that point, by the by way, way uh, I sh- uh, maybe I shouldn't be drinking it. We were when we we were in Las Vegas, duh, last week, and um, we we're on the strip, and we needed to. It's like I don't know, 
11 o'clock at night, just a, what a weird thing. We, we got done with the Luke Combs concert. We're walking by. There's a CVS on the Strip. If you've been to the Strip, you know there's at least one on the yep. Strip. We needed Ziploc bags. For confetti. For confetti, I swear. For confetti. And we wanted to have, so we could bring some back. Yeah. And, we've, and we, we have proof we brought some confetti back from the field. Two things happened there. One, the reason why I brought this up, we were just talking about the pills or whatever. Sure. You notice like everything was locked up in the and store. Literally everything. You couldn't buy a bottle of shampoo. Anyway, that's a whole different conversation. Um, and then the other part that I really wanted to bring up, as we're walking, you dropped the Ziploc box I out did. of your back pocket or something. Yeah. And a guy, what was his bag. first response? Oh, I don't remember? remember. Oh, you were drunk. You don't remember. No, I don't remember. <laughs> the guy goes, you dropped your bags for your drugs. Oh, that is why you were drunk. Great response, by the way. Also, Who's packing up drugs in gallon-sized bags? <laughs> Sir, uh, I'm not picking up gallon-sized uh, bags from a CVS at 11.30 at night for my drugs. Uh-huh. That be, That's just too many. Uh-huh. That's just too many drugs. I was with you guys for five of the seven days, and I missed, it sounds like, everything. Well, here's almost. what happened. Here's Things what got I, interesting here, once you get to a weekend we, and you can we, drink yeah. freely and we, don't yeah. have a lot of work yeah. to do. Yeah, when we were going to concerts. We, we were very, very busy Monday through Friday. We were. And then, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, you left Friday night, and Saturday and Sunday provided a little more, you know, free, Easy to get free a little time. more loose. Yeah, we, yeah, there was some more stuff to do at that point in time, like an entire box of gallon-sized bags, not even just one. What are like those costs? We were, they were trying to charge for like that. I thought we were a high-level dealer. It was like oh, there. It was like eight bucks or something. Five dollars. I think it was like eight bucks for the box of. I, How yeah, many I bags did you get? I'll be honest. Well, you can't. You can't just buy two. You I'll know, honest, it was a twelve pack. I turned in that receipt, so. Company pay for those bags. That's smart. Why not? Too late. They already proved it. Too late. Can't find it now. Should have found me before. Well, we'll use it for the Cody Ingle garage sale. We might put some yeah. confetti in the Cody. In Ingle a way, it's sale. for the company. You mm. know. Oh, if a Cody just. Didn't. What else did you charge the company? On the care to care to continue? <laughs> what else? Eh, for now, just that. Okay, I was. <laughs> for now, I wasn't sure what direction you wanted to get. All right, let's get back to uh, Legarius Sneed a, a little bit because. Uh, he was on the Kay Adams show, and while we were going through our our, our needs uh, of off-season checklists and all that, he's definitely at the top of the list, but listen to what he had to say on Kay Adams' show when he was asked about Brett Veach. And I have a lot of love for your GM and what he's done building this dynasty. What would you like to say? Man, pay me. <laughs> pay me. Pay <laughs> me. That's what I got to say. Pay me. Okay. I mean, I don't even know. I think that we have to wrap it there. Pay the man. They're going to have to. They're going to have to. I don't think he's going to come cheap. He's Either made way. less than $6 million in his career. And even if it's not a long-term deal, the franchise tag for a corner, I believe Track put out estimates, 18 and a half, 19 million maybe for a tag on a yeah. corner. Is what That's you're reasonable. At. And I don't see why they wouldn't do it. But here's the problem. Corners, we don't talk about it nearly as much. Corners are second, in my opinion, to running back in the... They go from elite level play to don't matter way too fast. Like I always think of like Nandi Asamoah is kind of the example, but there's plenty of other examples. Like Jalen Ramsey was no good for a few years. Now he's back and playing at a high level again, but there are plenty of really good high level corners who are like average to below average to out of the league in three, four, five years time. Sometime this might be luxurious needs only chance to get paid big time. So I do not blame him for trying to go get his check. The difference is, though, it's corner. So, like, if you're talking a franchise tag of $18 million, you should be able to make this work where the level of importance he is to your defense, the face he is on your defense, and how he can help you operate inside your defense is probably worth the price tag. And for the first year, probably in the entire time under the Brett Veach era, you could probably just straight up ignore the secondary for a year. If Reed's back and Connor's back and all these other, and McDuffie and Sneed and Watson and Williams... You don't, for an entire draft or free agency, have to worry about it. That's a rare case for corner by paying him. Now, what you were referencing with the, the average salaries, so the exact money heading into this season, this will change next year, but according to Spot Track, the average salary for position, other than you know long snapper, fullback, punter, and, and, and kicker, uh, cornerback's pretty far down the list of average salary in the NFL. 1.9999. Because, because of how quickly they're yeah. out of the league sometimes. Yeah, man. so it's just under $2 million is the average salary for a cornerback. The average salary for a running back is 1.7. So just it's we're only talking about a $300,000 average difference between what teams are willing to pay on average to corners compared to running backs. And we know the whole conversation about running backs and how that position hasn't seen the same growth despite the cap going up as sure. others. Cornerback is a very similar spot to that. And the Chiefs have also not been part of the problem, but they, they certainly... Oh, they go cheap. They, they have not paid corners 
They let Charvarius Ward walk. I think this is the time to pay your corner, though. Either on a multi-year deal in Snead or you tag him and play him out. It sucks for Snead to play on a one-year deal versus a long-term deal. But one way or the other, Snead has to be on your team next year. And he will be, right? I, I, I don't know. You can't just let him walk. He'll be here next year, either under the <laughs> yeah. tag or in a long-term extension. The text line from the 316, Casey also needs to start paying their own guys. I'm trying, okay, so let's look at this current roster and who was paid um, as their own guys. No one on the offensive line. Juwan Taylor's not their own guy. Tooney wasn't their own guy. The two center and right guard obviously haven't been paid yet. And left tackle was a free agent, so none there. Haven't paid any of the running backs. Paid their own guy a quarterback. Uh, probably feel safe there. Haven't paid any of their own wide receivers. Like, I, part of me wants to dismiss that, but part of that is also true. Who on their team have they paid? They paid Chris Jones once. Is that the end of the list on the defense? And Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on offense? Is that it? Just those three guys? And honestly, that's the way they've operated. The three that matter have been Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. We will pay you. And we will pay no one else any money to stick around for any length of time. Now, they've handed out some shorter-term deals that have kept guys like Mike Dan. Like, they've found some ways to, like, here's a one-year deal there or a one-year deal here to keep you around. I do think if you're talking about guys in their 20s, as those guys get older, Mahomes and Kelsey, like, it'd be nice to have one or two more of the homegrown guys. But the logic here now is it'll be McDuffie in a few years or Creed in a few years or Rice in a few years. They'll get to it. They just haven't done it yet. Yeah, if they're the right pieces that you you believe continue to extend out your window, you you sign them to long term deals. Otherwise, if you think depending on positional value, what's available in the draft, what's available in free agency, I I don't think there's a set. Hey, you got to make sure that blank amount of homegrown guys get extensions. That's not how you operate. No, it's, but you want to be a team whether, that pays your own guys. I mean, well, that's sure. A good it's sometimes. cheap. We, 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 free agency is not how you build a roster. It's how you complete yeah. a roster. Right? We've talked about that a lot. Um, the draft is how you build your roster. So I, I don't disagree, but also I, I don't, you know, what, whether or not they have a track record of paying homegrown guys or not, it's do, do they know how to build a championship roster? And the answer obviously has been yes. And they have clearly made the right decisions for the most part yeah. uh, to, to get to that point. And if they feel that, can they They're extend the right number? <laughs> can they extend out this window uh, by, by not paying somebody like Legereus Sneed long-term? If they think that, Okay, we're you know we're going to find that out this off season, and and we'll see if that pans out. I, I do trust their evaluation with how they have let certain guys go. We know the Patriots many many years they let guys go a year early, um, and very rarely did they hold on to a guy too late. You certainly would rather be in a situation, I, I think, uh, that we say, man, Cody, you could have got one more year out of the guy than saying, oh, you signed him to a three- or four-year deal, and for two years of it on the back end, you're, you're not getting any performance out of him, and it would have sucked. Like that, that's Corners why ultimately, scary to pay sometimes, man. It is. That's why they've moved on from them so quick. But under 30, that's what Snead is. Uh, it's different if we're talking about paying homegrown talent that's still going to be under 30 for the life of the contract versus paying a homegrown guy that's going to cross 30 or, or, or whatever. Now, there are exceptions, as you laid out. If your name is not Kelsey Jones or Mahomes in this offseason, Jones's name may not even be part of that. It might really just be as simple as Mahomes and Kelsey going forward for a little bit. Then uh, they're, they're usually not going to pay you if you're not one of top-tier money. No. I should say. We, we saw that. They were willing to pay Tyreek Hill big-time money, but at a certain point, they're not going to make you the highest-paid player. They can't have the highest-paid quarterback, the highest-paid no. tight end, the highest-paid defensive lineman, the highest-paid kicker, the highest-paid punter, the highest-paid corner. You can't do that and still have a championship roster. The Rams did it for a brief period of time, but again, their roster eventually fell apart as a result of it. And I would point out that at least the good news is about Sneed and Chris Jones is you can afford to pay them just as long as the years are tight enough and let them go before the next round of people to pay. Because right now, you can make an argument. The guys who could end up deserving an extension for the Chiefs are as follows. Rasheed Rice, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Nick Bolton, uh, Trent McDuffie. Like, they're going to have a longer, because of how well they've drafted, they're going to have a longer list of guys. And, and truth is, based on their history, my guess is they'll choose the three that they think are the most important and they will pay them big dollars and they'll let everyone else go. George Karloftis, they'll just be like, well, it's McDuffie, Karloftis, and Creed or it's McDuffie, Karloftis, Creed, and Rice. And we're going to pay just those guys and everyone else I just mentioned, they're going to have to move on and we're going to draft somebody else behind them and do that. And that's not a bad way to do it. They have not paid many of their own players yet, but they've paid the important ones. That's all and that matters, they've also won back-to-back Super Bowls. That's... Fine. Like, Snead... Sneed is on a line for me. I think Sneed is an incredibly important player, and I want him back. 
But Snead is more in a line for me than Chris Jones because of the position he plays does sometimes go away. And he is in a contract year and had his best year. He scares me in the sense that is he definitively the benchmark, no question, no doubt player you pay? I don't think he's quite as clear as Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes were to pay. And Patrick Mahomes is separate from this. He's always going to get paid moving yeah. on, so he doesn't be included in this. Well, list, and but. it's whether or not they, you know, Trent McDuffie, who's the, who's the better long-term corner for this team between the two, right? And so yeah. who would you rather pay in two years and have that? You know, there's the truth a, is McDuffie's so much younger. The answer has to yeah, be McDuffie. Exactly. Um, this is why I think no matter what, you tag Snead and then figure out the long-term extension and, and see. But I, Snead, to me, we've talked about this a few times already today. I mean, when we're factoring in both contract, who the player is, and their age as well, I, I still choose Legereus Snead over uh, the potential three- or four-year contract at top of market value for Chris Jones. I, ju- I just do. Coming up in 10 minutes, we'll talk more about how Wednesday's events could impact future plans in Kansas City, including a statement FIFA gave the Kansas City Star. But yesterday it was announced, Rob Manfred announced he was hanging it up, Gold. Uh, in 2029, I'll be honest, I don't know who gives a five-year retirement. Rob Matt. Manfred. Of course, Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred. You know the level of criticism I hurled at Rob Manfred for years on this year because I thought he was bad for baseball. I borderline didn't think he liked baseball. There were times in which I wondered if he actually liked the sport that he was in charge of doing it. I got to swallow a little pride here and admit something because he's now five years away from retirement. They're going to do something. He did two massively good things for baseball. The bigger, in my opinion, was making baseball fast again. Baseball used to be played at this speed. The entire time when baseball was the most popular sport in the country, this is the speed in which it was played. Games took two hours, two hours and 20 minutes. You got through them. There was action. There were things to see, and you moved on. The pitch clock has been the best innovation of baseball since the first wild card when they started involving other teams. It brought people back. Viewership was way up. Attendance was way up. Time spent watching was way up. Manfred, it took him a long-ass time, I'll say that. Too long to fix some things in the sport. And he tried to fix the wrong things for the wrong for the longest time. But the most recent changes he made to the pace of play for baseball, thank God, they were so needed and really good. And then you're adding extra wildcard teams. Really, he's just like, he's benefiting off of Seelig doing it, which was one of the best innovations in baseball, by just tacking on a few more teams. But I don't hate it. No, it's so, smart. I mean, fine by me. It's smart. You want more markets uh, to feel like they got a shot in July, you want more markets to feel like they're still in it in August. And how do you do that? God, you I expand. Royal, I really hope the Royals that, are that's still why in July. I, I know you and I have gone back and forth over the last couple of years about any of these leagues that expand playoffs and the worry about what it does to the regular season product. But selfishly, we're in Kansas City. And so when it relates to the Royals and as a Royals fan, expanding playoffs, when that happened, to me, that was a great thing. Because you want your team to get in the dance and have an entire summer of feeling like your team is competitive. And there's things the organization has to do. And I would like to think that what they have done this offseason in its own right with spending some money has put them in a position to have a chance to get there anyway. But then you add in that we know over the last couple of years we've had expanded playoffs. I, I, I love it. And it is weird, yes, that he gave five years notice to let us all know. And who knows what the next five years brings. Do we get more of an automated strike zone thing coming up? I think I'd so. Down with that too, I think so before his tenure's up. That happens at the big league level. We already know what's happening at the minor league level. Um, and I think it's something that will we'll get to the big leagues very, very soon. And that'll be interesting to see how, how people react. But he has actually hit on two things here recently um, that have been impressive. Is I like he, that he just sat around for the first part of his tenure and did absolutely nothing. Just let <laughs> baseball continue to do the same thing it did. Didn't grow it in any way. Just hung around, kicking his feet up, living off of the laurels. And then was like, you know what? Maybe we should change some stuff all for the better. You're like, God, you're just throwing heaters all of a sudden. Just 100 mile an hour fastballs back to back to back. Because if he adds the automatic strike, the automated strike zone, okay, now we're mm-hmm. going. Because I'm tired of that. I'm real tired of watching umpires. And look, it's not their fault. No one's brain is designed to watch a 100-mile-per-hour pitch and then a 97-mile-per-hour slider back-to-back and decide whether or not it hit a 10-inch square area in like a half a second of time. It's cool. It's not your fault. It's actually wild how accurate like they robot? are. I know we, you know, there's some that uh, are way worse than others. But, kudos for getting it right 90% it, it, of the time. It is kind of wild. It's and sometimes even higher than that. But, yes, that, that's something that I think is going to change, uh, change going forward. Uh, and we'll see what the next five years are. And then, of course, you get into 
who the next guy in charge is. It's, it's got to be somebody I think that's... Some guy like, I've never heard of? Well, it, it's probably going to be somebody a little bit younger, is my guess, uh, as well, which is where the, like someone the, on the t- somebody on the TV side probably and continue by then, maybe in five years, they have it figured out. But somebody that's maybe even comes over from Amazon or one of these television partners that ends up being actually the, the commissioner of baseball um, that has a background and, and is a little more innovative uh, from even a television partner perspective. Uh, fortunately, we know at some point uh, the announcement should come in the next, what, three weeks, month, on officially what this Amazon thing is going to be for the yeah. Royals this year? Yeah, I don't think I've – I haven't seen anything um, – I've seen new on that since, uh, like, January, right? Correct. Because people are asking, like, I don't know. I mean, it could be the entire year, man. Hopefully. Hopefully we get uh, we get some more news on that. A lot of people mentioning Dayton Moore should be the next commissioner. We brought that up before. On he the show, baseball. that'll be five years from now. Who knows? You know, at that point, who knows where he's at? He's obviously been an assistant with with uh, Chris Young down at with the Rangers, who just won the World Series. Um, so that's have definitely. You, have you been paying attention? I know we've been so busy with football, so I only recently got caught up at it. That essentially, the Chicago White Sox plan is oh to recreate goodness. the Royals from like five years ago. Yes. What's their strategy here? Take a team that won like nearly a decade ago, and then figure out. Like, I'm half expecting them to sign Whit Merrifield, who's a free agent. Yeah, he's expected. In the next couple of Whit days. Whit Merrifield is expected to sign with somebody in the next day or two. I saw that report. But no, Mike Moustakis is who you're referencing. He signed a minor league contract with the Chicago White Sox yesterday. Uh, so, yeah. And they're, the White Sox are projected to be horrific this upcoming season. Like, bad, bad, bad. 33-1 to 1 to win the AL Central. Remember Worst a couple odds. of years ago when they were expected to be, like, cruising there for a while? Like they were supposed to be like the they young team. a bunch of young pieces early. And, you know, it's a, I think work. it's a reminder that it doesn't always work out just because you sign a bunch of 20 year olds early or 21 year olds. And then you buy out their Vaughn years and Mankata yeah. and all those guys. Yeah. Look, sometimes all those guys combined probably make what Bobby Wood Jr. will make. The difference is, I mean, we know what Bobby Wood Jr. can do now. There's no guessing game level. They're good to go. Coming up next, we'll get to the random question of the day and also back into the events of Wednesday, the shooting at Union Station and how that may impact people's thinking about baseball downtown. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back here on Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Drew Nixon with you. Random question of the day. About 10 minutes away. If you are just joining us, I do want to pass along again the news we mentioned at noon uh, coming out of uh, Jackson County Family Court in the 16th Judicial Circuit Court of Missouri announcing that two juveniles were charged in relation to the shooting at the Chiefs rally on Wednesday. The juveniles are currently detained in secure detention at the Juvenile Detention Center on gun-related and resisting arrest charges. It is anticipated, and I'm reading the press release, that additional charges are expected in the future as the investigation by the police department continues. So a lot more in the investigation to go. That's why uh, maybe the more severe charges that are obvious in this one that people, at least to the, to the outside, like people are like, how the heck yes. can you, I know there's a reaction for some people. They're like, how the heck is it only this? There will be, there, more, there charges. Will be more charges. Investigations down the road. Yeah. continue. Yep. Um, 
they have to like you got to think about how much footage and witnesses and everything they got to go through but they want to be able to hold the people in custody if you're saying hey how do we not know like this time like how do we not know the names of the suspect it's because they're juveniles it's a lot different process when the people are underage now eventually if they are charged as adults and they're going to try to charge them adults that takes some time though yeah it will but you'll find out more as time goes on but at least initial charges filed in the horrific accident or horrific not accident horrific event that took place on Wednesday. Uh, there is also uh, news from the Kansas City St. Patrick's Day Parade, the group that, that puts that on sure. uh, at KC Irish Parade, the Twitter account, putting out a statement in regard to Sunday's this Sunday's kickoff celebration and their parade happening um, on March 17th. Uh, I won't read the full statement. You can check that out. But basically, uh, I, w- I will summarize out of sensitivity to all who were affected. They will be canceling their 50th anniversary kickoff celebration that is scheduled for this Sunday. Instead, they're going to announce their 2024 dignitaries at a Winterfest event on Sunday, February 25th. Um, as far as the actual parade, that's that is still on for next month, as the mayor kind of already filled us in on yesterday. But this Sunday's uh, kickoff event, they have gone ahead and, and canceled that. Okay. So that's where things stand with uh, some future events uh, in Kansas City at, at this point in time. And, and the parade was was a conversation we had yesterday. Um, future parades, I should say, was the conversation. Yeah. And just how people view those going forward and what, what security enhancements can you even have and what celebrations could look like in the future. The other thing that, that I saw a few people responding on my social media, I think yours as well, yesterday was the question about what impact do we think, and we can open up the text line to this as well, 913-586-7610, what impact does the shooting and the tragedy at Wednesday have on downtown baseball? Because we know on Tuesday the Royals announced that their intention is to build a ballpark there on Grand Street, downtown, just south of T-Mobile, and that if the vote for the three-eighth cent sales tax extension passes on April 2nd, that that is where they're going to build this stadium. And, of course, that is in downtown. We know that gun violence continues to be a problem in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, The stadium is set to open in opening day, April, March 2028. And will that impact how people, A, vote or impact just who's willing to go to a game downtown? I think for starters, that's in 2028. Now, I'm not naive enough to think that suddenly – gun violence is going to be solved uh, in this city in 2028. I would, I would love to sit here and we would all love to sit here and say, well, you know what? By 2028, it's going to be fixed. I, I'm not naive enough no. uh, to, to think that. However, I do think as time goes on, how people feel about going to events uh, anywhere. Cause again, violence isn't it, it, it. Shootings happen in Overland park. They happen. Otherwise they do happen more frequently though. I will say in downtown Kansas, Missouri, um, but do you think that impacts how people will, will want to go to a baseball game I don't or think vote? So. I, I mean, I don't think so. The vote part is maybe the bigger part of the problem. The actual going, you'll return to normalcy like many of us do, where you don't think about it daily as often as you previously did. I'm not saying somebody won't, um, and I would still recommend if you need therapy services to seek those out, but no, I assume at some point you won't immediately think that. That was one of the things that really really I struggled with and hated so much about this is Union Station has become the face of this city. Mm-hmm. And now, unfortunately, every time they show an aerial shot of that building with a crowd around a big event, the draft, parades, celebrations, or just an aerial shot because they're in Kansas City and a game is being played there, you're not going to be able to see that without, at least briefly, thinking about what took place in front of that building at that time. I mean, FIFA even gave a statement because there were soccer fans across the world asking questions about the safety of the city and all those things. And look, Kansas city comparatively per capita wise is like most major cities. It certainly has a higher murder rate than they would like right now by a long shot, but it's not to say that violent crime doesn't exist in LA or Miami or New York or any I mean, of these the world others. Cup was in Brazil recently. I mean, and cutter. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That there, there as well. But the point being is yes, the, the events can happen. I I don't think it's going to have a bearing on the world cup and what FIFA decides to do or anything like that. I think it could, uh, I think it could, I think they'll have to do a little goodwill to just remind people that this is a great part of the city in order to have baseball. But I also, I very rarely think of, I very rarely attach personally certain parts. They'd be like, well, never go down. You know, if people are already doing that, then this wasn't going to change their opinion. I don't think this one event would have... I think you would have already had that opinion and already be feeling that way is my guess. I think probably, but I mean, I I talked to, in relation to just parades, 
I, I had some family members that I talked to yesterday, and I had some friends, and some of them, uh, maybe as time goes on, their opinion will change. It's a reaction. Yeah. Uh, their, their reaction right now is like, they're like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to a parade again. And that's a decision everybody's going to have to make individually. Um, it has no bearing on me going to a baseball game downtown. I've gone to baseball games in other downtowns, and let's not act like St. Louis is this safe haven. Uh, I've gone to baseball games in downtown St. Louis. Um, as well, right? And there's, we all know there's there's issues around there. It didn't permit me from going to a game. Everybody's going to have to make that situation, um, yeah. decision on that situation on their own. Um, but I, I don't believe, look, this thing this thing is going to pass in April. It is. It's tied to the Chiefs as well. It's going to pass in April. And what we'll about see, polling data? Also I haven't for, seen that yet. Uh, I haven't seen that either. Um, it's it's uh, it, it's for you know the stadium is set to open four years from now. Um, we'll, we'll see where everything is at at that point in time. But uh, that. That of the parade, the impact that that has. If that was the event that swung it for you on the downtown stadium, you probably already were, I would imagine, leaning towards it not being what you wanted. Yeah, I just think that that would have already been your proclivity anyway, and now you would just be further entrenched in said opinion. Downtown's a great place for baseball. I still think it should go down there. Absolutely, we can uh, continue to argue the merits about who should pay for said stadium, as I've discussed on the show. But just from a design location. Set up. I still love it. I love I love the idea and the plan that they have in place. There were other ideas I certainly could have been content with as well, including the East Village location. But it does look like a great plan overall. And I'm looking forward to what they uh, what more they show us here in the next. Well, I'm excited months. about downtown baseball. I mean, there's yeah. no there's no question. I, I I love the the idea of it. I love the thought of on a Saturday for a six o'clock baseball game. Let's say you go down there instead of showing up at five fifty. Because you're like, why am I going to the K early? There's no I don't reason. go to the K except for yeah. right before first pitch. And I know there's a very small number of people, but some people that will tailgate. And so for, they're going to lose the tailgating aspect. And uh, that is unfortunate for those of you that tailgate. It's not like a Chiefs game, though. We all know that, right? People, The majority of people, 90% are not tailgating for a baseball game. It's not game. the same, no. It's just not. Uh, but the idea that 1 o'clock I can go and I can go have lunch, a late lunch, t- somewhere at Power & Light or at the new district that they're having, grab a drink, walk to the game. When the game's over... I don't have this urgent rush to need to, to rush across uh, the parking lot to get the heck out of there uh, and call it a night. I can actually hang out a little bit. And some people will, will choose not to do that, but um, there, there are going to be far more options to make in a full day event. When you go to a Royals game in 2028, when right now it is definitely not an all day thing. Random question for you, gold for you, drew over in the text line, nine, one, three, five, eight, six, seven, six, 10. I did seem to solve our earlier week video streaming problems. So YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, you can watch the full show live every single day there as well. The question I have for you today is related to college basketball yesterday. Football's over. Baseball's not here yet. College basketball in full effect. You probably saw this headline. Firefighters had to help an FDU player get out of a stuck elevator players, actually. Mm -hmm. The elevator that takes players from the locker room to the court. They got stuck at the Knights game yesterday and had to help rescue the team out of there before. So the question, I, which is, it's funny in its own right. We can talk about that in a minute. The question I have for you is how often on an elevator do you think about getting stuck? I think it might be 90% of the time I get on an elevator. I think, what if this got stuck? Every time. I feel like it's just like an instant reaction thing the second I step foot in one. I'm not even afraid of being stuck in it. I think it's just a thought you immediately have upon entering an elevator. It depends on the elevator, man. Like, of course, it crosses uh, what my this mind. Back elevator here at Odyssey. That one's sketchy. <laughs> like, jerks that, up and stuff. I it, don't even know how it passes inspection. Honestly, it <laughs> it depends on the elevator and the building. On this one, I'm not worried because I, it's a, we have a three floor building. You know what I mean? Like, you're getting stuck, you'll be like, fine. They will, it won't be that difficult. Now, if I'm in a building and there's 50 floors and I'm stuck on the 38th floor in the elevator, yeah, that's a little more nerve wracking. But if I'm on a building that has three floors and I happen to get stuck on the elevator. Not nearly as alarming. I'm not saying I wouldn't for a half second be like freak out, but um, no, it, it comes across your. It depends on the how old is the elevator, and are you dealing with a skyscraper? Or are you dealing with a two floor building? Uh, anytime I get in an elevator, I don't I don't think about it every time. But God, really, it, it's just me. But, well, <laughs> well, but every now and then, my when I'm looking to, when I'm pushing the the button or whatever to close the door, I'll see the. You know the the call. Uh-huh. You, know, you almost press is, it to make sure it works. You want to no, press it? No, I don't do that. But but I it comes across my mind. Uh, I wonder if anybody's ever had to use that, or I, I wonder if that'll uh, how many times that's been used. Yeah, there's there's it depends on the elevator. Um, there's certain buildings like if you go. Um, like when I worked at Skies, I used to get to the Express. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You do that. There's. He's like turn the key, and go straight up. Someone pointed out the text line. We were just at the Stratosphere 
uh, in Vegas. And like yeah. to get to the top of the stratosphere, like that thing fly, that thing goes, Zoos. that thing goes. I'm if, if you've been to the Empire State Building, you know that like your ears will pop on the way up or whatever. Things like those elevators, it's a different feel. From the 913, I got stuck in an elevator at OP Regional once because they thought someone was stealing babies. Whoa, it was a whoa. security <laughs> measure. Oh, man, that sucks. How long were you stuck in the elevator? Someone says I get the hmm. same thought anytime I drive over a bridge or a highway. Like, what would happen if it, like, fell down? I do disaster think a that's lot. Not, that's not, that's like, not I sometimes that's not think good. if I'm driving down the road, like, what if this person, like, Hit me head on. Jeez. You don't, is it, oh man. I don't think about, hey, Cody, this, Cody, this <laughs> is, uh, this is some dark thinking, Wait, man. So just me, huh? Yeah, that's if, a well, disaster maybe, modeling. Uh, that's just this guy. Well, on this show, there's probably a plenty of people out there listening. I, yeah, I, no, that's, I can't know. That would drive, oh, that would drive me nuts, man. You can't be driving around thinking, well, what if this person next to me ran into me? No, dude. Being stuck in an elevator, someone says positive questions, please. It's just an elevator. Yeah, that yeah. one's that one's not crazy. Yeah. Well, there are times, it, it, particularly, I guess, with I don't do it too often. But if you're driving through a tunnel, what if this? You know, just, I guess every once in a while, well, what if well, this job this is, on, on Twitch says Cody we, talks about how we can all die tomorrow. This is <laughs> at yeah. least once a week. Yeah, can we, it was one thing. The elevator we can get back. Let's let's avoid the bridge collapse. Come on now, let's let's stay off they of that. They blew up a bridge. Okay, yes, I know, but for like, destruction, uh, the buck, the old buck O'Neill. Yeah, one, let's right? let's stay away from the. After, yes, let's let's not do that. I don't stay away from that stuff, but but every now and then it, it does cross on my mind. I, I wonder, I wonder what would happen. You know, I wonder how how this would go. Someone th- thought about all those bad thoughts Cody had with the blimp. Of course, I thought about <laughs> what if this before I even went on it. There was a there was something running on the show forever that said gold having described me going down in a blimp <laughs> would have been hilarious to me. In a way, I don't. It's not a fear thing. I don't think about those things and then wonder. It's more of a. It's like a curiosity thing. It's like a daydreaming thing, but with disaster modeling, yes. I guess, is probably the way I would put it. Huh. I'm with you, Cody, but not quite to, <laughs> to your to your level. Yeah, you're not quite as... Someone says I'm claustrophobic, so I have those, like, give me issues. The elevator thing, I think I just think about it again, and I'd be like, what if I got stuck in this one? Like, you know? Getting stuck wouldn't be the problem. The getting stuck, it's, it's more like... Out what, eventually. They got phones get, on Getting stuck things. in the elevator is not the problem. It's more, though... <laughs> It, it, it's more like again, if you're 50 flights up and you're worried about does about the elevator, like you know, free falling. That's that's way worse. So you just never think about these things. Huh? I don't think about well, it I, just, I, I didn't say never crosses my mind. It's just it's well, not every it's single not time. It's not as common. Not every single evidently. time. Hmm, interesting. The text lines all over the place. Someone says they do it the same. Bridges are really common apparently for people. I had no idea. Hmm. I've never been stuck in an elevator. Have you? No. I've had. I've oh not wait, either. hold on. Wait. You've been stuck on one before? For not to where the fire department had to come. Like stuck for two minutes and it just started back up. I was trying to oh, think. So that doesn't like, count though. That, that would be really weird. Really. That's stuck. That's stuck. It does. That means for two minutes you had to think about what happens here if I'm like stuck here for a while. The immediate yeah. thought of, am I gonna be stuck here for a few minutes or am I stuck here for good? <laughs> Text line nine one three five eight six seven six ten. You guys start time at elevators right as I'm delivering packages in the car with <laughs> elevators. Oh. My wife doesn't uh, like the bridges that have a, like she can, a regular bridge is fine. Bridge? Yeah, the one the ones that have like a have cables. Oh, yeah, cables going like up up the side. I, I don't know yeah, the right suspension. terminology. Yeah, suspension. suspension. She does not like suspension bridges uh, in particular. So you don't like uh, what's the bridge? Uh, what's they've changed the name so many times on these. We have a suspension. We have this. K, what's that one called? I don't know. I don't no, know. it's not the Buck O'Neill Bridge. I, uh, goodness. The one that's not lit up that should be lit up because it's it's K dot and it's or it's Mo dot and it's not a the one that's over the by the new Casey Currency. Correct. And I'm driving drawing a blank on what that we one. I think call she's okay bridge. with. Oh, man. I don't think she's too. Yeah. She didn't get too worried about any anytime you know you go over bodies of water, particularly that's where oh great those bridges are at. Great she's one from the not about side. it. From the 816, immediately like Final Destination stuff. Anytime I'm falling behind a trailer Jeez. carrying pipes or timber, <laughs> immediately think about what am I going to do if these trees start coming out of these things. Or these, and there's probably nothing I can't. My do, wife makes but me. But I immediately out of start thinking Kit, about that. Of course, Kit Bond Bridge. Thank you, text line. Kit Appreciate that. It was drawn up like, yeah, that one actually. I'll I'll, I'll agree with you more. The like trees. That, the that one Obvious. crosses your mind a little bit more at that point. Someone says, "What do you have to go to the bathroom if you're stuck in an elevator?" Look, be in the corner. You establish a pee corner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just, just let's just admit what what the truth is here. Yeah. Now, if you have to do <laughs> the other, you just got to hold it. Sorry. Like you, you got to make yourself so he, physically uncomfortable until it is yeah, an emergency situation. It, right. 
Like there is no choice. Like you're going to be stuck in there for like hours, hours and hours. The chance hours. of you being stuck in an elevator for uh, nine hours is so slim. No, they'd get to you faster than that. I would think. You'd hope so. Yes. Someone's the elevator at the Luxor in Vegas goes at an angle. Oh yeah. Cause the pyramid and that freaks them out. Mm. Is it a glass elevator? I don't think I've ever taken the elevator there. I think if I remember right, you can see through. I think you can see out on it. I th- okay. I, I'm not 100% sure on that. Well, in, uh, that would make you close feel, his eyes going you... up an escalator to Circus oh, Swim. I told you the longest es- panic. It's, it's the longest escalator you'll ever go on is the one all the way up to Stadium Swim at Circa. Yeah, Cody was like, what are you doing? I'm just, I was just looking down at the, what do you call it? The escalator, right? Yeah. The steps of the like escalator. The, the whole time. <laughs> there you go. I just looked back. I was like, it's not that bad. Oh, it was pretty high. You have to admit, that's a long escalator. Going up, I did turn around. That's a long escalator. I, I turned around and I was like, man, that's, that's that a, a long escalator. You got Drew, too, I guess. Oh, I, okay. I wasn't to the level of freaking out. I was just like, man, we are we are up a ways. Mm-hmm. It takes a minute. There's no doubt about it. That's the random question of the day. Coming up in about 10 minutes or so, a fun mic'd up moment between two Georges on the football field. And one thing people had issues with, I, I guess, from what occurred on Wednesday night. Uh, we'll get to that in the one o'clock hour. But you notice something on social media. Yeah. Yeah. First, I'm just tired of like if you're if you're a 49ers fan, and you're still bitching about mm. holding calls. Just get over it. Your team lost. Your team also was only called for like a single hold in the entire game. Not like that doesn't happen. Historically, in the Super Bowl, holding calls are called way less. But as somebody who sports wagers, as do you, I think. One sports wagering site sent out a tweet just because they lost their ass and they were upset (laughs) that they themselves, the social media manager or the people involved knew the handle they had taken on the 49ers. As we all know, way more money was on the foot. The big money was on the 49ers public was on the chiefs. And then that's why they fired off this tweet. Why is DraftKings Sportsbook sending out quote, the chiefs also led the league in holding penalties this season. In case you were wondering with a graphic that said the chiefs O line had no holding penalties in three straight Super Bowls. For real? For real, DraftKings? We got to have beef? What the hell? Why uh, are you firing off tweets to anger an entire fan base? You know why? You know exactly why. Clicks. Because outside of Kansas City, that is something that gets people riled up. Mm-hmm. And it will certainly get reaction. That's all. There is a social media manager. This wasn't like... The, the, the bookmaker at DraftKings said, hey, we lost our ass. We need to make sure people believe, understand that we lost it. No, this is just some, some social media intern or content director that, that knows it'll get attention. The same thing with last year with the field stuff. Anytime you would tweet anything about the field, if you were you, you would get reaction, right? Because Philadelphia fans jumped all over it. They were hoping to get either Chiefs fans like yourself get to both. get upset, and they're going to get both on it, so... That's all it is. They're pace. They're 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 trying to get engagement and clicks, and I don't think it says anything more than that. Oh, by the way, I did look this up. Historically, this is part of the reason why the Chiefs are part of this. Historically, holding calls are way, 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 way down in every Super Bowl. There were only two holding, two total holding calls in this Super Bowl. There were only one total in last year's between Philadelphia and Kansas City in a game that had a million points. One total between the two of them. Three in the previous one, two in the pre like the one before that. I mean, you're talking about two or three, maybe tops between both teams and holding calls every single year. You should, as a fan and as a team and as a coach, go into a Super Bowl preparing yourself, Gold, that you're not going to get holding calls to help you win a football game. You better just ignore that portion of the oh they hold a lot. That's why the Nick Bosa comment's so dumb. By the way, of course the 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 photo used. Appeared to be Nick Bosa being held by somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know they were going to do that. Absolutely. I'm not surprised by this. We, we should know by now. Again, the whole embrace the hate thing. People are going to be critical anytime you win. Oh, they're going to find and things hate to on you. And, and that's normal. I mean, that's that's totally normal when it comes to um, especially the Super Bowl where everybody thinks that there's some weird conspiracy related to it or, or things like that. They always assume conspiracy. What is what's oh God, it was the color one. What's this one? Taylor Swift. Is that why the Chiefs won? The NFL wanted Taylor yes, Swift. They wanted to her to continue to have exposure with uh, the NFL, and and it was going to be you know that that the NFL needed her to keep being relevant for the broadcast. That was this conspiracy. How that. soon until Travis is at like three or four straight tour stops? Do you think? Well, I mean, in the next week or so, he might be right? back on the road with her. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? I don't know. I was just asking. I don't know. I don't know the rest of her concert. Schedule, if that's what you're asking. I don't know what other countries she's heading in. We know she's in Australia right now. 
And by the way, once again, props to her and props to anybody that has been supporting some of the GoFundMes that are out there for the victims of Wednesday shooting at Union Station. Uh, we now know over $250,000 have been raised, at least uh, the last check, um, for, one of the, for one of the victims. Also, uh, Taylor Swift, 100000 of that two fifty six is is her. She made that's been confirmed by her representatives. I told you, former she, sporting KC Gianluca Busio was up there at 5K. The Chiefs just announced, along with the United Way, their partnership for a KC Strong Fund. Uh, there's so many different avenues that people are always wanting to help, right? The United Way of Greater Kansas City, they launched KC Strong. It's an emergency response fund supporting victims and their families, violence prevention, mental health services, and first responders. So uh, if you want information on that, the Chiefs just tweeted uh, that out. You can also go to uh, chfs.me slash kcstrong, chfs.me slash kcstrong. That's just the quick link that will direct you right to uh, the, the page to donate. Uh, so there's so many avenues to help. And yesterday we brought up the, the community blood center. It's another avenue, which, you know, you record can, level you can always help contacting them, which is yeah, great. That doesn't mean they don't need more. Sure. You can book appointments on there. You type in your zip code. Once you go to their website. Uh, and then we've talked about just the mental health resources that exist in the area. One we've been mentioning for months and months anyway, during our red Friday coverage, which is nine, eight, eight from Comcare nine, eight, eight, the 24 seven mental health support line as, uh, in the days ahead, uh, and weeks ahead, uh, that that's something that, might be necessary right now you may not need it but uh remember 988 coming up next though we'll get to the one o'clock hour we will talk a little bit more about a really cool mic'd up moment during the super bowl and one issue that i guess people had just because they always have to have an issue with mahomes and kelsey that's next tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.